Hello everyone, my name is Gregory Ford. Um, I'm going to be doing a podcast called How to Find a Job in Tech. And uh, this is my first podcast, my first episode. And basically I'm just going to give an introduction about who I am and uh, what the podcast is going to be about. So uh, I'm a software developer with, a, with about four years of experience. Uh, I went to CDI College and uh, graduated. At the end of this program, they uh, you you have a a stash like basically like an internship for two months that you have to do at a company where you work for free. And um, at the end of that internship, uh, the company asked me to stay on. So I got my first job out of school without actually having to apply for a job, right? So uh, it was a great job because I got to do a lot, a lot of different things. Not only, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coder and I got to do a lot of coding, which was which is cool. But not only that, it, you know, the, the job entailed a lot of different things. I had to uh, actually train end users on how to use software. I had to write uh, instruction manuals and you know it was a really it was a really cool job because it really opened me up to the world of uh, software development I knew nothing about it before that so that was great fast forward uh, up you know we get into uh, COVID time and I got laid off and a lot of people got laid off you know during that during that time you know when, when COVID hit you know um, and so when that happened I then had to go and go, you know, to the job market and try and make something happen, right? Because, you know, I need a new job. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, look, I already got four years of experience. So it's not going to be really hard finding a job because that's usually the biggest, you know, uh, obstacle. You know, when you go and apply for a job, first thing they say is, well, you know, we want someone with this amount of experience or three years of experience or six years of experience or whatever. If you have none. Well then, nobody wants to hire you. But I had experience, so I'm thinking, okay, it's not even it's not going to be an issue, right? I know how to code. It's not as if I don't know how to code. I mean, I already know my job. I've been doing it for some time now. So I'm so in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, well, this is not going to be uh, something that's very difficult. You know, I'm going to just move into another position. Um, so. I was I was completely completely wrong there, right? Because there's a lot that goes into finding a job. You know what I mean? In my mind, you know, I was naive, so I'm thinking, okay, well, I know how to code. I've been doing this job for this amount of time. All I gotta do is just apply for a similar job, and they're just gonna hire me, right? Because you know, they, you know, they want me. But it didn't it, it didn't work like that. You know, it didn't work anything like that. Um, and so there was a lot of little, uh, you know micro experiences that I had macro experiences that I had uh, some good some some not good at all you know I learned a lot a lot a lot you know about the job finding process and so this this podcast is really supposed to be about that and it's going to be about that it's going to be you know I, I hope that this podcast from me detailing my experiences and and having dialogue with you, the listener, we can actually shed some real light on, you know, the job finding process in the tech world. 
and 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 you know uh, the ins and outs what works what doesn't work um, I'm expecting also you know what I mean uh, to have some dialogue with with you listeners and you can detail your experiences and give your opinions and uh, and, and people listening that are looking for a job or you know can can benefit from our uh, collective experience and you know what we have to say because when I was doing this I really did there was nowhere there was nowhere to go and listen there wasn't I didn't have a pot you know there was no podcast for me to listen to you know I just had to kind of like just dirty it out on my own you know and um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really hoping that this can help you know, others, you know, when listening, it can kind of like save people a lot of waste, you know, from wasting a lot of time making the same mistakes that I made and maybe making some of the mistakes that you made. So I'm pretty excited about it and uh, and uh, I'm ready to go. So let's do it. All right. So let's get into it. So pretty much uh, one of the first places that people start when thinking about getting into uh, the technology you know industry you know whether you may be a, a aspire to be a, a software developer a coder a, a database administrator a, a network administrator a system administrator anything like that the first thing that people uh, kind of think about is what kind of education do I need to do this job you know uh, we see so so many things on the internet about you know okay well you can just take this boot camp and then you can just get into you can just get into tech you can get a you know hundred thousand dollar year job or whatever it is you know so uh, let's let's talk about what it actually takes in terms of education and you know maybe uh, you guys can kind of give your input as well as what you think the best way of doing it is I'm just gonna tell you what I'm just going to tell you the way I see it. So, um, the way I see it is pretty much there's about I would say there's three ways to kind of get into to get into the industry, and uh, I'll start with the the most traditional way uh, and the way that you know most of us kind of grew up thinking about it, and that's to go to you know college or university and get a degree. So let's just say you go to university and you get a, a bachelor's in computer science. So that's that's one way of doing it. Um, and I know people that have got, uh, that have done that and that have gone, you know, they got a, a bachelor's, they got a master's. I I even know people that have got a PhD, and you know they've gotten into the industry that way and yes you know uh, they've done well um, that's that's one way of doing it and uh, it's also the hardest way of doing it <laughs> you know what I mean because it takes a long time right it can take many 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 years you know just to do a bachelor's takes four years you know and uh, you can get a job with a you can get a job in tech with a bachelor's certainly uh, and, and that's and that's you know I say I say it's a long time but it's really not a long time you know depending on how old you are 
you know if you're if you're in your 20s that's not a long time at all four years is just you know he's generally takes people more longer than four years so it might take you five years you know what i mean because the four-year model is based around you taking five courses per semester as, as long as far as where i'm concerned in the the university curriculum that i'm familiar with um it, it you would you would you would they base it on you taking five courses per semester so uh, most people cannot take five courses per semester it's too much and unless you're living at home with your parents then and even then I know I know people that live at home with their parents that couldn't that couldn't do five so you would generally do four and then you maybe do one in the summer you know what I'm saying uh, or three you know two in the summer or whatever you know what i mean so if you can if you can do five but that's one way of doing it and that's great you know if you if you can do that like i said if you're younger if you're in your 20s then that's a that's a good route to go you understand what i'm saying um and i and it you know it's not as uh powerful as it used to be having that you know those letters behind your name you know years ago like in my parents time if you if you had a bsc or you know ma or whatever it was that was like a big deal you know like you you had that behind your name it really meant a lot it still means a lot definitely because it shows that you know you're educated you know what i'm saying so it does actually it is in my opinion it's still very valuable to have that okay so that's pretty much the first way of doing it you know oftentimes if you do um a bachelor's in 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 university at the end of it you will get an internship at a company okay and most of those internships are paid now you won't get paid like full salary but you get paid something right so that's also a really good advantage and most of the time on your internship they're gonna if you if you do well and you perform well then they'll you'll probably end up staying at that company so you'll probably end up with your first job paying like upwards of eighty thousand dollars a year i mean i mean you know uh in my environment that's that's how it pretty much goes so that's kind of like the, the 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 first way, or or you know the first way that we, we can talk about. And again, if anyone has any uh you know if anyone disagrees with me or agrees with me, let me know. Um. Now the second way that I'm going to talk about is the less traditional way, and that's going to uh, you know a technical college. So. I'm not sure where you're listening from, but I'm I'm coming from Montreal in Canada, and here we have a, a lot of you know technical colleges where you can go and you can get an education in you know computer programming, network administrator, whatever it is. But what it what these programs do is that. Um, they cut out all of the extra stuff that you would have to do in university, 
in college. So if you went, if you wanted to do a bachelor's in university in computer science, you would have your core subjects in computer science that you would have to do, but you'd also have other things that have nothing to do with computer science that you also have to get into. So you'd have other courses that you'd have to take. Uh, they're called electives. So you would have to take something that has nothing to do with your your core concentration, right? So you'd have to take like something like art history or, you know, I don't know, uh, biology or something like this. And I th the reasoning behind it is that, you know, when you graduate with, you know, your degree, you're not just only versed in that subject of computer science. You, you're more well-rounded because now you know about these all these other things. And that's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But these technical colleges that I'm talking about, they're not concerned with making you a well-rounded human being. They're concerned with getting you into the job market as fast as possible. So these courses would generally be um, around uh, two years, two years long, two years in duration. And what happens is that you're going to, for instance, I'm just going to use uh, computer programming or software developing, software development as, a, uh, as an example. This is, this is what I did. I'm just letting you know this is what I did. This is the route that I took. So you go into this school and what you would do for the next two years is coding. You're just going to code and you're going to code and you're going to make games and you're going to make that you know you, you learn how to create databases and you learn how to uh, create different pieces of software you're going to learn how to create you know a, a very uh, common uh, project that you would have is to create a, a, an ATM banking bank machine you know uh, learn how to create that type of a system and you know different different um, you know cr learn to create different software that will get you ready to enter the job market. You know, that's the whole point of these types of uh, schools. You know, th you know uh, they're really there to get you a job as fast as possible. Um, where, where I live, um, education is subsidized by the government, so it's very cheap to go to university. You can go to university for three thousand dollars a year you know and, and get a top-notch education i mean like top university in the country you know it's it we pay a lot of taxes but that's one thing that's included is your is your education and your health care so basically uh these types of colleges are not covered they're not subsidized so you have to you have to come out of pocket if you want to go to the, one of these colleges i'm not sure how it works where you're from if you're listening from uh, a different country or a different province let me know how it works in your in your environment you know how uh, technical colleges work in your environment but um, where I'm from and what I did is basically you're gonna you're gonna have to pay out of pocket and it's usually around uh, a cost of about twenty thousand dollars Okay, um, you say, "Well, goodness, twenty thousand dollars." You know, you gotta pay that. Well, you don't have to pay it right away. You got, you can pay, it, you can pay, you, you know, you pay it in installments, right? So, 
my student loan I think I took and it costed me $180 per month you know so over I can't can't remember how many years it was but I mean uh, that's pretty much you know pretty much affordable and the reason why I say it's affordable is because you're pretty much guaranteed a job at the end of it you're you know in those in that situation I like to say you're pretty much buying a job because what happens is at the end of your curriculum you're gonna go in you're gonna you're gonna go into an internship like a stage and you're gonna work for free for a company for in my case it was two months and they're probably gonna hire you there's like you know kind of 99 percent chance they're gonna hire you why are they gonna hire you because if they take someone off the street they have to they have to take them and then they have to train them but while they're training them they still have to pay them right because they're because they're hired but if they take someone like you who's gone through this program and there are a lot of companies that have you know deals with these schools that they say okay we will take on the graduates the new graduates to come work at our company and the reason why they do that is because they get you now to work for two months for free they get to train you for two months for free where whereas if they took someone off the street then they'd have to pay them while they train them they don't they, they don't have to pay you so at the end of that two months or however long that uh period lasts that training period lasts of course they're going to hire you because they got a chance to train you for free you know their system and you they, they've already trained you so you're gonna do a good job well you, you you got a head start and they get you know it works for them and it works for you because you're looking for your first job out of school and they get to basically skip they get to train you for two months and don't and not have to pay you and now you're literally hitting the ground running like you're ready to by the time they hire you you're like okay you already know the job you've been doing it for for eight weeks you know so uh that's pretty much uh the way you know that second method works you know that's that's the second way of getting into the software development kind of you know industry and not just and not just software development this works for all kinds of it positions i'm just using software development because i'm a software developer right so that's the second way you know going to a technical college the third way that I can think of, and again, you know, if you want, if somebody else has a, a, a different way of doing it, let me know. Uh, the third way that I can see getting into, you know, the, you know, tech world and getting a tech job will be being self-taught. You know, there are lots of self-taught developers. You, you know, listen, you can, YouTube is a university. And you can just go on YouTube. Like you can, there are sites where you can learn, like you know Udemy and you know Coursera, and you can go and buy courses and learn how to do pretty much anything. You know what I mean? If you want to be a database administrator, you want to be a, a you know system admin, whatever. You know, uh, a coder. You know, a full stack developer. There's courses all over the place, and they're not even expensive. You know what I mean? Or you can go to a boot camp. Um, but like I said, YouTube is a university. You can just go on YouTube and learn all these things on your own. There's courses on everything on YouTube, literally. You know, so I mean, if you really just want to learn your craft, whatever it may be in tech, 
there, there's really no excuse. You can just go on YouTube and follow along the videos and just learn how to code. You can learn how to whatever security. You, you know, can learn ethical hacking. I mean, there's there's courses for free. Um, so that's that's the other way of getting into the industry. The only issue with that is that when you go, if you want to find a job now, they're going to ask you, well, basically, what's what's your experience? And, you know, you can't just come out and say, well, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and now I know how to do this. Because nobody wants to hear that. As an employer, they don't want to hear that. They're not listening to that. It's like, bro, you watch YouTube. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Even if you know what you're doing, and even if you have projects that you've done and you can demonstrate it's a hard sell. I'm not saying you can't do it because um, you can go online and find people that have done it. I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's a hard sell. And if you want to get into a, a, a company, I mean, damn, man. It's, it, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have any working experience and you don't have any type of uh, certificate or anything, you just want to, you know, you just tell, you just want to, you just, you just want to convince you know, a recruiter or a hiring manager that you can just do the job, even if they believe you, and even if you demonstrate that you can do it, the fact is there's other people that can do it that do have these things. There's other people that can do that can do the job that you're proving that you can do that do have a degree, that do have, that have gone to college. Or, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of, it's a very, it's a hard sell. You're really going to need someone to kind of just give you a break, you know, just give you a chance. And, you know, you know, in this world, relying on somebody to give you a chance is, you know, that's 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 a bad move. But it is possible. And like I said, I know people that have done it. So those are pretty much the uh, the three ways that I can think of for you to get into uh, for you to get a job in tech. And um, I don't want to make this first you know episode too long. So I'm just going to end it here. And like I said. I really want to hear your feedback because, you know, I learned also from you. So let me know, you know, if you agree with what I said. And if not, you know, you know what your opinions are and, you know, what you the best way you think it is or the best ways that you think there are to get into the tech world. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I'm going to try to put out one of these every week. And uh, I look forward to hearing your feedback and uh, I'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.